Welcome back, guys, to another episode of PBK Perspectives. I'm very excited about today's episode. Um, I'm rocking, I'm rocking the Draco apparel hat. Uh, we had Draco on a few episodes ago, um, and today we're we got another legendary Catholic brand out there. There's not too many of them. I already had Saint Wave. I had Draco apparel. It only left one more. I got the man behind Saint Reserve. We're going to show some pictures and and everything about his brand. All that stuff will be linked below. But Chris Ibrahim, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me, man. I'm so excited to be here. Honestly, your your brand, what you're trying to do is exactly what I'm trying to do. Just kind of get the faith out to like kind of target that younger generation who, you know, we see these days it's they're kind of struggling, you know. They're all on they're all on TikTok, they're all, you know, have all these other platforms they're accessing that are showing them, you know, all this, you know, bad data that is kind of leading them away from the faith. So the fact that you have your own thing you're doing to to kind of like fire up these kids and and all that, man, it's a it's a blessing, man. It's beautiful. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it, man. It's a it's a it's a match made in heaven here. I think on this podcast, finding dudes like you, um, and and we talked a little bit before the show, and we realized that we have some two nine connections and a connection with with Father Peter. So, Father Peter, if you're watching this, dude, shout out to you. We love yep. you, man. Um, I'm gonna make sure he watches it. I'm gonna send him the the link of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we gotta bother him with it. And then and then Father Peter, if you're watching this, you're coming on soon too. So don't yeah. don't don't try to uh, don't try to get away from that one. All right, Chris, um, let's just start out. Oh, let's do a little icebreaker. Okay, so actually, you did tell me that you were into video games a little bit uh, as a de- as a developer, yeah. designer, and all that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. I already yeah. asked this question. I've been trying. I've been trying my best, man. I've been trying my best to ask new questions for each guest. But some questions <laughs> are just too good. All right, so I asked my friend Kyle. I said, "Let's throw the Saints in Street Fighter." Okay, and now you oh, know some people good, like Po and these other. You know, Po is a good answer, obviously. You got St. Joseph Cupertino who, who could fly, you know, uh, a little bit, a little levitation yeah. action. Yeah. So we're going to put, we're going to act like the Saints are in Street Fighter. Who's your fighter and, and why? Why are you choosing them? You have to do St. Joan of Arc. I think St. Joan of Arc is 100% the right choice here. Because, I mean, she was called to, she was called by God. She had visions by St. Michael, literally, of, you know, she was called to lead France to win this war. And, you know, she led a whole army at only like 17, 18 years old. She led a, led a whole army. She still had compassion for her victims. Um, I don't know if you knew this about St. Jonah Arc, but she would literally like make sure everyone in her army would go to confession, oh, wow. like right before they went out to battle. And then she would also like fallen soldiers on the other side. She would tend to these soldiers. And like she had so much love in her heart, but she was still like... I trust her with any fight. <laughs> wow. I yeah. mean, what an answer, man. What an answer. That's a good one. I like that a lot. I, I, that was That's under the radar for me, you know? I didn't really... But then again, I guess I wasn't really considering too many uh, too many female, uh, you know, street fighters, I guess, in my mind. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good got, answer. She's got a horse. She's got her sword. No, I, I think no, I would... That's a hard one to stop, dude. That's a hard one to stop. I think I would choose her, yeah. She's got gone on her side, too. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Okay. All right, dude. Let's get into your story. Let's talk about, I mean, we can go, you can go as deep as you want, as far in the beginning as you want, sort of like your childhood upbringing, all that kind of stuff towards, towards really just how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I grew up just loving, um, technology and loving computers. Um, my dad had a computer business up in Stockton, you know, and, um, we, we could not even afford a babysitter. So when I was, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old, I would just be at his store. And, you know, he'd have these people coming in trying to sell, sell him books. And then he'd just buy one book. He'd be like, here, Chris, read this book. And it's, you know, on like a programming language, like C++ or some, some one of those old school programming languages. So I was just so bored. And my dad didn't have any games at his, at his shop or anything. So I would just like learn how to code and learn how to print like, you know, hello world on the command prompt and all of that. And um, I got so, uh, I loved it. Like I just loved programming. And then also in my youth, I also, um, I probably played way too many video games than I should have. So I started just like playing video games and then, Obviously, you get your parents telling you, um, 
you know, oh, like stop, like stop playing video games, you're wasting your time, you know, and all that. And just the constant nagging on me kind of transitioned me to, you know, like I love programming and I love, you know, video games. Like, why don't I try、uh, developing some video games? So then I started getting into video game development. And the day I got into video game development was probably the last time I ever played a video game seriously. You know, because I just started loving, lo- I love I playing video games, I love making them. And then, so I started getting, I was like the one guy to do everything for a video game. I would do the art for a video game, I would do the programming for a video game. And that's kind of what got me into the artwork that I do for Saints Reserve. So I don't know if, like, if you, you know, you've seen the designs, like, a lot of them kind of resemble, like, It's kind of like a video game arty. It's kind of、mm-hmm. bright, bright colors,、mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like、um, I, I tell the story in a picture and, and I just, you know, I just want to make it appealing, just kind of like how like the title, like the cover of a video game looks. You know, like people know what the game is from, from the, you know, from the little, you know, the case of the game. So、um, I always knew that I love the faith. You know, my parents, We're devout Catholics. They'd always take us to church on Sundays. And, you know, growing up, it was just,、um, you know, honestly, I, would, I, I didn't really understand, understand it. You know, oh, it's just like a thing, oh, we're going to church today, or、oh, we're going to church, you know? And、um, it wasn't until I graduated high school and I became a youth group leader.、Um, Fa- Father Simon called me. I don't know if you, you know Father yeah. Simon. Yeah. 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 So he was, he was, he's at our church over here. Father Simon called me after retreat and he said, you know, Chris, there's an opportunity to lead these kids. And, and I was like, I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll do it, whatever. You know, I didn't think too much of it. And I started leading the kids and like I fell in love with that. Like, I, like from that moment, like it didn't feel like work to me. I was always excited to go to these youth groups and like teach them about the faith, teach them about the gospel. And I've been doing that ever since. I'm still a youth group leader today. And、um, one thing I learned and noticed from that is, you know, like we get like a little like rubric that we got to study. Like this is, the, this is what we're teaching the kids this week. And I would notice that, you know, they, they just, like when you're reading these Bible passages, especially to the youth, where they get entertainment from all these other places, like it's just not as. It's just not that entertaining for them. You know, they're not,、mm. you know, like I hate to say, but a lot of the youth today is not attracted to, you know, Bible verses or, you know, they just don't understand it.、Um, so then once in a while, you know, maybe it was like a feast day of a saint that day I was, I was teaching the youth. So I would mention a saint, you know, and mention how, you know, the saint actually received like the stigmas of Jesus, you know. Like St. Joseph of Cupertino, this thing actually floated, you know? And then I'd see like the, 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 the kids' eyes just light up, you know? And I'm like, okay, like, wh- like wh- what is it about saints that, you know, makes them so attractive? And you look at like today's society with these Marvel movies and, you know, these, you know, human beings that are able to do, you know, non human things. Like that, that's exactly what saints are. Like you have saints performing miracles nonstop. You had, you had Padre Pio who knew your sins and knew your mind more than, better than you did, right? So,、um, so then I noticed like this is a way to bring the youth to, or bring the faith to the youth. So then I just started like telling the story about the saints through my designs. I used what I learned in, you know, my video game designs to like, To make saints attractive. And I, I want just kids to feel happy to wear saints. And I want kids like, to talk about saints, like how I do. And it's, it's like for even now, like for me to see like the youth wearing shirts with saints on them and not be ashamed to wear them, right? That, that's like my goal of it. So really, like that's how this all started. I knew I had a calling to, especially the youth, I knew that I had a calling to get the youth to. Be more attracted to the faith and love saints. So 
I started with the with the Bible verses and stuff because saints should always be supplementary to the gospel. Like you know, mm-hmm. of course, the gospel and what Jesus has said is like the most important thing, right? But um, it's kind of like a door opens for them to enter the faith because they get interested about saints, and then they mm-hmm. say, "Oh, he became a saint because he loved Jesus this much, and he had this much faith in Jesus or she," you know, and mm-hmm. um. So that's kind of like my goal through Saints Reserve and how I started all that. Well, I mean, yeah, what, what an awesome story, dude. And, and there's so much there that I want to dive into. I'm trying to make sure I can sort of, you know, dissect this in the proper way that would flow nicely. But there's so much there that, that I really love because I, I just did a shirt and I didn't share uh, with you, but sort of like PPK on Instagram now has become a little bit of like a side project, passion project for me doing clothing. We just did a St. Uh, Saint P.O.T. And um, it did really well. And I was really happy about that. But it was the same yeah. similar idea. Um, you know, it was about this is about portraying P.O. in a way that's like common with sort of like graphic rap tees that are going on now. Like there's like a million Instagram brand accounts that are just like popping up Kobe tees and this tee and that tee. And, yeah, you right. know, Serena Williams is on it or whoever is like someone just mm-hmm. retired. They're throwing on Roger Federer or whatever it's going to happen. So there's so many of that. And it seems like a lot of times we're lacking like create creatively as as a church sometimes in, in terms of like we want to dumb down sometimes like the traditions of our church when we shouldn't and then in the in the in the moments when we we should be really creative and we should be experimental maybe or a little bit more you know willing to go outside the box we kind of fail in, in that aspect you know so i think we can mix the two where it's like no no don't change anything over here you know what i mean like the mass is the mass let's, let's not try to bring anything else like into it but over here right. when we're at, you know it's really time to to show our you know creativity and tradition and beauty and then we kind of fail on those aspects. So I think it's so awesome uh, your story with that. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about like just Saints Reserve in, in general and sort of like not only your journey through it. Um, obviously, you talked about how it came about, but like what the journey's been like so far, and then also like your creative process. Uh, how do you go about like choosing a certain saint and and design? Obviously, there's particular characteristics tied to tied to a saint like i know you did one with uh saint pio fighting the devil because he was known to physically fight the devil so those are obviously you know fun and, and, and more i would say obvious reasons why you choose that design choice but do you have a certain you know you're in the chapel whatever it is yeah so uh typically how i choose my designs um so i get i get, first of all i get tons of recommendations in my dms can you do this next can you do this next you know and i don't try to so much play off that um I like to go with kind of what the flow, like what's the flow of the world right now. Like I released that St. Joan of Arc design. Like that was my latest design I released because you hear all this commotion about the war in, in Ukraine with Russia and everything. And I just wanted people to have faith in God and have someone that people can pray to. Um, but typically how I release a saint design is I'll do a ton of research on the saint. Now, I usually like reading books on saints more than actual, um, you know, YouTube videos are amazing and great and everything. Um, I love reading books on saints and I try to get it as accurate as possible, um, like down to like the detail. Like, um, like for example, I have like a St. Mary Magdalene one I released on Easter. And... Um, with her not touching Jesus because she never she she didn't touch Jesus and I had um, Jesus still have the wounds in his resurrected body like I just I just want to put I just make like I just do a lot of research behind my designs and what I want to put out before and I also want to kind of release saints that are traditional kind of like how you were saying just kind of like here is a saint and this is you know this is their picture. Um, and then I also want to do kind of like the, the play on the scene, like the funny designs, the designs that can attract more people. So like you said, like I'll have Padre Pio fighting the devil in like a boxing glove, or, uh, I have St. Christopher surfing. I have a uh, St. Joseph of Cupertino in an airplane because he flew, because he's a patron saint of aviation, you know, because he floated. And I have uh, people, a lot of people pray to him for studying too. So I have like I had books and pencils flying out of the mm. cockpit in that mm. design. So you know, it, I 
it's always what I think people need. So, um, like for example, right now, I'm working on a Mother Mary Star of the Sea design. Um, so a lot of you know people would pray to like sailors, people on expeditions would would pray to Mother Mary for guidance, you know, through through the ocean and stuff. And um, we just had that that hurricane in Florida where mm. where the coast literally got covered with water, you know, by the ocean. So now I'm really I'm working to release that one next week because it kind of falls in line with current events. Mm. So I kind of do a mix of current events and also what's in demand and you know what people want. No, that's the. That's, I think that's a the best formula. When I was speaking with Draco, I was one of the big things that we were talking about was intentionality. And I think as Catholics, when we create, we should set the bar for intentionality because it's mm -hmm. like that message that you're trying to portray in the time when it's needed. I mean, um, that's what it's about. You know, it's about like doing the whole like you know Bible relay, and you just open a page, and you're like, wow, that really spoke to me. You know, it's like kind of what you're doing right. with, with your clothes, and being if someone just came across, you know, and then their explore page, and they're like, wow, you know, look at the time that we're in, and, and what this speaks to me, and how that can elevate somebody, um, and just their thought process. You know, that doesn't mean they initially have to buy even, but this the thought process that you can put across the timeline when you're just continually scrolling. You know, and so it's right. such a beautiful thing that 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 you're doing with that. Yeah, e even if people can just see the shirt and just read my, uh, you know, read my caption and just understand what it is and send a prayer, you know, because they may hopefully they could relate what's going on to the world with that. Like that is that's a win for me, you know, as well. Yeah, yeah. people talking about the saints, you know, exactly. No, that's that's exactly right. Um, I just want to I want to backtrack a little bit. So what did you you went to school for like design and all that kind of stuff, too? No, I actually just went to school for, um, I had two majors. I had math and computer science. Sheesh. So, yeah, so that's what I went to school for. Um, I kind of, everything I designed, I kind of um, taught myself just through my, oh. uh, through wanting to do it for video games growing up. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, oh, no art. Insane. That's insane. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, been, I've been in this process of trying to like, sort of build up my skills you know and if it's like clothing or just in general just like you know social media um because that's a beast in itself too that's like a full-time job just trying to make sure you can you know what i mean that you're putting out you know content and all that kind of stuff and so right now i was just curious because yeah obviously what you do you're, you're super talented in that and uh I'm, I'm not very talented you know yeah maybe we'll get there though we'll get there one day Bro, you'll, you'll get there. I don't even think i am like i i come across other artists who like can draw up something real fast Literally me, I'll do it like on my iPad and I'll, I'll like zoom in. I'll, like, I'll, I'll draw a line. I'll zoom out. I'm like, oh man, that line is off. Erase it. Draw another line. You know, if, yeah, if I yeah. do by hand, I'm horrible. Like I can't. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I mean, we all we all got our own. We all got our own gifts and stuff like that, which is which makes it beautiful. You know, that's why we're a church, and that's why I like doing the like these podcasts because you want to see what people what what gifts people have and how they're using them to you know glorify the kingdom. Um, yeah. Okay. So in this journey so far, I know you have some other projects and stuff like that, and we'll get to that. Obviously, you talked a lot about saints and why they're important, and that's a big thing for me recently. Was has been reading um, just more about the saints' lives, you know, because when you're in this point of no matter whatever you're going through, you can find a saint who has gone through probably something way worse <laughs> than whatever you did, whether it's like just dryness and faith, right, or it's just like a hard time, mm -hmm. and their response is. Just it can be so illuminating, you know. Sometimes it can be hard to dissect just exactly what Jesus is saying in a particular parable, or maybe you don't really have the full context of it because not all of us are Bible scholars. So it'd be difficult to sort of, you know what I mean, take all that. But when you can read, here's exactly a diary of a saint. Here's exactly what they're going through and like how they're responding mm -hmm. towards it. That's super powerful. Um, mm -hmm. And so, what has sort of kept you grounded? I think in, in your faith journey up until this point of you know whether it's youth ministry and doing all these different things you know there could be a lot of pressure i know even for me when i think about doing a podcast and and sort of the target that you put on your own back um you know and james it says right. you know to the extent of like be careful if you're teaching you know that's a whole that's a lot of responsibility you're adding on yourself and right. um and and it can be a lot you know and, and you have to figure out those things you have to internally be able to say like okay what am i doing besides not just externally what am i creating or how am i talking to these people but what am i doing so what has that been for you 
Um, this may sound like a like a cliche answer, but honestly, what keeps me grounded is sticking with the rosary, and and just and just praying that every night. You know, if I can't pray at night, I try to plan it out and play it in the day. Um, because this was said by who said this? Um, was said by a saint or a priest. Um, it's it's basically along the lines of it's either you um, you can't have sin with the rosary. It's either you you pray the rosary and you don't sin, or when you stop praying the rosary is when you start sinning. Basically, mm. um, you can, you know it's you you have those two completely conflict, and it comes from repeated action of praying the rosary every day with that intent of getting better. And with that intent of having, you know, faith in God that, you know, you're showing your effort and he's going to help you. You know, it's that repeated effort that is what kind of keeps me grounded. You know, a lot of people will, will, you know, they'll do, you know, a nine day novena, which is beautiful. Like that is, that is amazing doing a nine day novena, but it's, it almost has kind of, to me, the same merit as, um, going to the gym for nine days. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. So I think people to keep grounded first, it's going to be discipline. Um, like you're going to, in the beginning, you're going to feel very unmotivated to pray it. You're going to, you know, you're going to think you're re repeating, repeating prayers, repeating Hail Marys. But um, I encourage you, if anyone is feeling a bit, you know, not grounded to the faith, um, really start a long streak of discipline of just praying the rosary even if even if um it's in the beginning based on discipline and you know and that'll slowly turn into the love for god like i'm praying this because i want to you know um we gotta kind of humble ourselves you know you know you have these things you read online too that say like oh you um you should have. You should want to love to pray the rosary. You should want to love to pray the rosary. Shouldn't feel like a chore, um, but you kind of have to humble yourself. And if it does feel like that, like just have faith in the day that one day it might not. You know, um, so really, just praying the rosary consistently has kept me grounded. Um, and like you were saying, like like having a brand like this, where you, now you're kind of like. You know, you're the face of it. So it's like, it's not only your responsibility, it's not only on you to stay holy, but now it's like, maybe, maybe I won't, I'm not holy and all, I won't have that creative initiative to come up with something new. Mm. You know, like if, if this is God's will for us, you know, starting a brand like this, start, starting your brand, um, then the, the moment we, you know, we um, kind of endure, like go through mortal sin is when that his will gets cut from us. So mm -hmm. who knows the, the horrible actions that's even costing us to our soul. Obviously we know that, but also to like these brands we have. So I kind of, I kind of think in that way too. And I've noticed it as well. I don't know if you've known this, but the more you're in line with the faith and God and stay in a state of grace, the, the more creative, at least, I've mm. been, mm -hmm. you know, and the more uh, motivated I am to do more, right? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, the, kind of those two things, you know, and um, I just pray the rosary and know that I have the opportunity to save so many souls, and I can't do that unless I work on myself. Yeah, no, that's beautifully said, and obviously the rosary is... Um is you know one of our greatest gifts that we have and for those uh just to get into that a little bit you know maybe for those who try to pray the rosary but it, it can be difficult right like i'm I'm the kind of person where like it just i'll be praying the rosary and then all of a sudden like i don't even know what plan i'm on i'm thinking about this thing over here or this you know or whatever i'm thinking about the next clothing drop like yeah. as a sort of and I, i've been somebody that's been praying the rosary pretty consistently since my freshman year of college and I don't even think I've gotten to the point um, 
of fully loving it as I should. And I think a lot of that has to do with my own intention when I'm going into it is just words that I'm saying, or am I trying to meditate upon something? Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, the mysteries and, <laughs> and things like that. And, um, and I've always tried to work on that because I think for so long and in the way that I've always practiced the faith that in which I'm trying to work on is like, I took it as like, it's basketball, right? Like I do things even if I don't feel like doing it, I'm going to do these things that make me better. And a lot of times I can do, I can practice my faith in a way that I'm sort of just accomplishing sort of different tasks as opposed to living it. You know what I mean? Like constantly living it, being intentional. And so like, how do you, what do you, or what do you say to maybe, you know, the person that's like, man, I, I don't disagree anything about the rosary or the power of it, but it's so hard. It's so easy to get distracted. It's so hard to stay in that state. And like, how do we get the, I don't want to say the most out of the rosary, but how do we really enter in that place? You know? <laughs> Yeah, um, that's that's tough because um, it will take discipline as for, at first, like I was saying. But I also think um, try to tie it into something that you think you need in your life. Um, mm. Like I think people, I think people take for granted how beautiful it is to just um, sit down and just kind of think about your day and think about the goals that you want and this is kind of what i tie into my rosary like it's even getting very trendy you know you see all these things online like oh all you have to do is just manifest 20 mm. minutes you know, and the universe will give it to you yeah, yeah. you know and um you know um that there's a little bit of of truth in that in that Jesus says, if you know, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you have, you have the power to move mountains. Um, but do it in terms of the faith, you know. Um, I think just try to have the perception when you pray the rosary that your life, that you have so much faith in God, that your life will get better because of this. Your prayers will be answered because of this. Um one thing that really kind of opened up my eyes and changed the way how I pray, and it might, you know, I'm hoping this can make the rosary more attractive for, for you know, your listeners and you, um, is that, so I prayed a 54-day rosary novena, and the first 27 days of that was your petition, so kind of like asking God what you want. And then the last 27 days, was thanking God for you, him giving you your answer to that prayer. Mm-hmm. And then and then I thought like um like how amazing is it that you pray in terms of, you know, almsgiving like you already thanking God for what he gave you in your prayer even if it didn't happen yet. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's what, you know, what Jesus means is, you know, when you have that faith, when like you pray knowing that like you want something to happen in the future, but you pray already thanking God for, you know, him delivering it, it makes prayer so much, so much more powerful. And you see those trendy manifestation videos. They're like, they're they're like, oh, picture, picture yourself, you know opening up your Lamborghini, you know, like feeling the door, you know, driving in it and you'll get it. You know, they kind of, they kind of, uh, have, have it more spot on than kind of what the faith teaches also in a way. Like, um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, what people know of prayer is just asking, asking, asking. Right. And, um, you know, you really have to picture God, you know, answering your prayers. And I think that just makes prayer is so much more powerful but you have to truly believe and have faith you know um so i think it could be more attractive to people if you know if they could like change how they pray kind of don't get into the rosary right away just kind of hold the rosary in your hand before you pray and just think about your day think about um what you're grateful for um think about your goals for the future what you want to do um because you know I feel like everyone kind of knows, like it's, you know, God's giving us all these, you know, hints and little things in our mind of like what we should be doing, you know, you know, um, it's like, you know, people say it's like your subconscious mind kind of telling us like what we need to do and everything. But um, just 
just just think about think about your day and be grateful for it and pray with the intentions of you receiving it and i think that can make the rosary more attractive and actually even um like more more beneficial like if you pray for the souls in purgatory uh picture them rising up to heaven because of your mm. prayers and get happy because of it do you know what i mean yeah because yeah. if you just say you know god please ri ri rise up the souls in purgatory save them you know what is that doing you're just kind of um you're just kind of saying words but mm. as you say as you pray that think of them like you know what is the you know chains breaking or you know just have some kind of thought whatever you perceive of them rising up to them, them not suffering anymore just have that thought in your head as you pray for those souls and to me that's been so much more effective and powerful and that's changed from it being oh i like um i it's a chore i have to pray for these souls in purgatory too like oh no i want that i want to see them i see that these souls are moving up to heaven mm. because of my prayers no yeah. that's no, that's awesome. I think, you know, what you touched on is obviously like intentionality and imagery as well. And it speaks obviously to what you're doing with the brand because imagery is so powerful. And we're in an age where the youth are drawn to at, at its core is probably just aesthetics. They're, they're drawn to what looks good, what sounds good and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and so that's the way that, you know, I think through the brand, through World Blaze Instagram account, that's the way we kind of have to now appeal to people is like aesthetically portraying the truth, you know? So they're they're drawn at first to sort of the outside service, but then once they dive into it and they can be sort of, you know, break the chains of whatever has been limiting their mind, you know what I mean? That, that whatever yeah. has been imprisoning them themselves. And so as, as we kind of keep talking about the youth and obviously you being a youth leader and um, a big reason why I think what we're doing, what we're doing right is, is, is for the youth and for our, our younger selves. Um, and I, we talked a little bit before and you, you know, you're pretty passionate about directing them to the youth and you said how much the saints you saw, you know, eyes light up and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. I guess my question would be sort of, what do you think that the youth sort of needs you know right now um and this is like objectively speaking i mean it could be you know the youth in in, in the parish or or in your particular parish or you know youth as a whole and um and sort of like what we can do to help fulfill that maybe we as a church you know like how do we help fulfill that need yeah um first of all i think the youth needs very close connections with their priests at the church. I think that it, I think that's what it comes down to. Kind of like being the father of of all the kids in that church. You know, a good fatherly figure. Um, so I think a lot of people kind of a lot of our youth kind of move away from the faith quicker than they should because they don't have that personal relationship with with their priest. You know, their priest isn't constantly you know having these creating these youth groups in their churches like some a lot of churches don't even have a youth group which i think is honestly pretty sad um i think it's kind of an obligation for the priests in 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 a parish to set up some kind of way to get the youth together and um whether it's you know he can you know even if he's busy he can just get volunteers and tell tell like tell those people to do it, you know, priests always have access to probably, you know, like teenagers, kind of people in their twenties to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I've seen, I've seen that really hurts the youth when, um, kind of like even down to the leaders, when leaders don't engage as much with the kids and aren't a good role model to the kids. I think that's kind of, um, the number one thing it kind of has to, you know, to, uh, attack the whole youth as a whole it really comes down to these small parishes doing their jobs and then and then it's slowly expanding from there and then all of a sudden like you know, the youth loves the church um and in terms of you know but then comes the question like some some youth don't go to church some youth don't engage in that and then i think that's where it comes to you know brands like ours where we have to make the faith attractive to them because 
because it's so easy for them to have fun and be distracted by other things because other things are so much more appealing to the faith kind of like how you were saying um you see these crazy shirts with you know kobe's lean you know and all these people on them um they're doing their job you know they're even getting all these like vintage athletes and they're making them modern again right mm -hmm. so that's just kind of something you know and our church you know it stays on tradition which is beautiful but it also kind of hurts us in a way because you know if you do something kind of unconventional um you might get attacked it might be blasphemous and stuff you know people like i've gotten that some with my shirts you know they didn't completely understand the design and kind of my message behind it. i've gotten that with the padre pio one where he's you know mm -hmm. i put them in boxing gloves you know but then it's kind of like when you ask those questions is when it's like oh okay you know maybe i see what you're doing here like it is still there's still so much merit and such a beautiful story in that design and it's kind of stepping away from the traditional aspect so i really think it comes down to um just kind of priests in their parishes just double downing and making sure the youth come and kind of also the job as catholics to um attract the youth in whatever way possible that's still in line with the faith you know yeah you know i agree i, th I think i had on my friend jake who's a who's a focused missionary and i was kind of talking to him about like how do you you know when we just got out of college and now you're a focused missionary on college and now we see that you know i see somebody who's going to want to get me to do something i don't want to do right like how, how do you even start to sort of evangelize quote unquote and like what he was talking about was really just building a relationship. And I think mm -hmm. relationship building is what we're really in the business of doing, you know, as Catholics and mm -hmm. like as witnesses, because that to me is the most important thing. I think when you're trying to talk to it's like, you can't do much. You're just holding up a sign. There's times to hold up signs, right? There's times to, to let your opinions or the truths of the Catholic church be, be sort of known. And, and especially when, you know, they're getting attacked, but, I think most of the time, 99% of the time in our everyday life, it's really about building relationships. If you don't have that, then there's really nothing, you know, you're not going to, if you leave the church without any relationships built, then you're not really leaving anything um, in terms of like interiorly, like I, there's nothing that's really holding me back. But when you have those strong relationships, especially with their priests, and then there's that like conscience and, and sort of like soul that's kind of like ah, i don't know you know what i mean should i be doing it mm -hmm. and uh not to shout out father peter again but father peter is probably my first priest friend and that really helped me a lot and it kind of transformed the way i sort of even just saw clergy you know and especially today mm -hmm. it's really hard to to see uh not be suspicious i guess sometimes you know whether it's like hey i don't really know what you're teaching you know you could be teaching some some heretical things or or the scandal could pop up in our mind like you're just always sort of on edge and when you can have a priest friend that you do sort of relate to and trust and and bond with i mean it can be a really awesome thing and obviously that's not even including like spiritual direction and all that other stuff so yeah I, I completely agree and um another thing that we we're talking about is sort of like the youth living up to their potential right and mm -hmm. now is like I just had this conversation a little bit on our last podcast with Joe Gallagher, who works for Church Militant. And um, I was kind of talking about how, you know, the reason that's literally the reason why Jordan Peterson and then now Andrew Tate are so massive is because what they're trying to say is like live up to your potential at, at its core mm -hmm. of like, you know, what happens when you make your bed? You're just gaining discipline. So what happens when now you take that discipline to other aspects of your life? You know, he's just simplifying it in a certain way. And obviously he has a way of, um, putting it over your head as well because he's so smart. And then what Andrew Tate's kind of saying sometimes half the time is like essentially the same thing, like take responsibility for your life. You can do something with it. You know, you don't have right. to be like just looking at James Charles makeup videos as a guy and being like, what the hell is going on? Like you can be a man again, you know? And so those two are massive. And then you you talked about, and obviously as a youth, youth leader, um, this idea of like bringing I don't know, revealing that the youth have more to live for. Right. And so it's like, I don't know. I kind of, it's not really a question. I just want to give you the opportunity to like, you know, what is that like? Like, how do you share that message of like, Hey, you know, you're talking to me at 16. Like, tell me what is yeah. this potential? What is this potential that I can live up to? Yeah. You know, I think, um, like Pearson and Tate both had, you know, a good point in what they were saying on how, 
strong of um, a human being, you know, God made us and our capabilities, you know, um, a lot of people think, you know, there would be like, oh, that guy, like, you know, he, you know, he's, you know, they see these people are just like arrogant and they, um, they, uh, they just materialistic and all that, you know, which, you know, I don't want to say anything on, but, uh, I've also noticed a thing with our youth is that they are, um, not confident in their abilities and their potential, you know, and I've noticed even in our older generation where you have people are just, um, so content with with their their jobs and they're like oh it's kind of like they have a false humility they're like oh no i'm i'm humble and i'm thankful like you know like god god gave me this job so you know i'm i'm gonna just be thankful for it and that's all i'm gonna do however i really believe that's kind of you know a false humility i think true humility is knowing you know knowing what God gave you and what you're capable of and doing everything you can to, to, you know, fulfill whatever you need to. Um, like did Jesus, you know, preach to three people and say, okay, you know, I'm done. Like I'm, I'll call it a day. I, you know, I'm grateful for these three people for coming to the faith and, and now I'm, I'm done with my job. No, you know, he, he never took a break. He knew his, his capabilities and he knew his, you know, the, he knew what God gave him. And I think a lot of people have that false humility of just, I'm going to just be grateful for this. But really, God gave us so much, like he gave us so much intelligence and like of like infinite intelligence, basically, and a mind that can be so creative. Um, and God wants us to use our capabilities. He doesn't want us to settle. He doesn't want us to, you know, he wants us to use our capabilities for you know, for the greater good, for saving souls. Um, and, you know, I would tell, I would tell that kid, um, just, you know, um, you just got to kind of give them confidence and let them know where they're doing, where they're doing wrong. Um, it's, it, it could be different for any kid, but just reassure, get that kid to pray, get that kid to, um, know that, you know, they are capable of doing what the most successful people in the world have done. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Um, there's there's so much, and uh, what, what men I think want to hear, young men want to hear, and I think individuals is like they want to feel purpose in like in, in anything, and they want to identify with something. And I think that's why you have people who identify with astrological signs, or they identify with uh, BLM movement or you identify with this movement or that movement or whatever you want to identify with something. And inherently that gives you a purpose. And so if we can obviously share and get people to identify with as a child of God, as, as God's creation, as, as in his image, then you find your purpose, right? So like that, that's the whole point. And as we sort of, you know, kind of continue and, um, talk about using gifts, obviously I know that you have some other projects, so I at least wanted to give you a little bit of of time to share with some other projects. I saw that you made an app and some other stuff. I know that you're you know you're a busy guy. So what what are some other ways that you're using your gifts? Yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, I still have an app online you could download now. Um, it's called Cactus in Space. I mean, um, I am I am in some other businesses online as well. Just honestly, completely like unrelated to the faith. Um, I was actually in kind of like, this was also kind of a jump start in why I wanted to do so good with a brand. Um, cause I'm in another business that's, that's in the alcohol industry, honestly. Mm. And, and during COVID I would, you know, I would get these calls of people, you know, wondering where, where their alcohol is and, you know, all of that. And I felt such a pain, like literally like in my heart i'm like why am i even like affiliated with this like why am i even doing this you know and i needed like i you know and you know my partners would tell me oh if they didn't buy it from from you they just you know buy it from someone else but still you know it was very unfulfilling to me um so really i took a whole like 180 degree turn i'm like i there's no point in this there's no point in like in a monetary gain, honestly, when you're really destroying another person's life. So I really wanted to 
to start something um, that can literally save souls and get people to heaven and, um, you know, kind of, you know, use my will. I believe this is the will God has for me, you know, to its fullest potential. Um, so that was kind of another thing I have had going on. And um, yeah, man. Yeah. So. I wish I would have asked this question earlier, though, because I, I saw that you guys have been at a few, uh, at Saints Reserve has been at a few, like, markets and stuff like that. Now, are these, I'm assuming these aren't all just, like, Catholic markets, right? There's, like, you know, brand oh. pop-ups or... Oh, yeah, no, I used to just run, like, the farmer's market in, like, downtown San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was a blessing. Um, so I'd run those every weekend, it's, like, Saturday and Sunday, and you get mm. all these people. It's it's also crazy how well saints are known in in modern society. Like mm -hmm. it's actually a, it's a blessing. Actually, you could show anyone that picture of a guy holding the flaming sword on top of a demon, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh, that's Saint Michael," you know. Mm -hmm. And I got that so much. And and um, so I, you know, I didn't notice when I first started running markets in like downtown in San Diego. I was kind of skeptical. I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna." you know, get people like heckling at me, you know, I give rosaries out with every order. So like they have these, all these rosaries on my table, you know, uh, people are gonna like, you know, not love this stuff, but it was such a blessing to see whether they were Catholic or not, whether they understood it or not. They, they would say, wow, that's, that's a dope design. I'm going to, I'm going to get that shirt. And then, you know, in the bag, I slide in like a rosary, a guide on how to pray the rosary and then, you know, I'm like, oh, oh, cool. I'll just like put this in my car on the mirror. I'm like, okay, you know, even that is, that's a, that is something, you know, that's a, that's beautiful in itself. So no, running these markets have, has been such a blessing. It's really shown me that, you know, there is a market for this. It's not, you know, I try to design what I do, like, not like so crazy in your face Catholic, you know. Like it's, it doesn't, you know, it's something that people could ask questions about and, and could kind of, you know, like relate to, you know, what also made me start this brand, you know, I'd see all these like very, uh, very just simple and not much effort designs of sayings of just like line drawings of, um, and that it would say like, it would say something like, you know, um, uh, like uh, Hail Mary over the front of the shirt and all that. And I just thought like our youth wouldn't wear that. Like, you know, in all, in with all due respect, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I love that, you know, it's, it's beautiful things, but when it's too much in your face, kind of these youth kind of get kind of like ashamed to wear it. Mm -hmm. Um, in all honesty. Uh, so, um, it's kind of nice. I was I'd run these markets and get attention from all all aspects of people, which was mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I was really curious about about sort of the reaction you got because I I thought similar things about like okay, if I were to go and do some sort of like you know pop up style, how that would go, and um, yeah. I don't know. I think it all depends on I think it depends on the person, right? When they meet you, they meet an individual, and then they could. I think a lot of times, like we forget, like the person of the brand is if not as just as important or more important than almost what they're selling. Cause if I can buy into you, then I want to support you, you know, as a person. Mm -hmm. And so that's a massive mm -hmm. thing too, you know, building relationships and just the way that you act. And if they can see the joy of you, then it's kind of hard to be mad at it. Although, you know, you're going to get your, your, uh, crazy individuals that will, <laughs> that will find something to be mad about regardless. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still have those talks about, you know, people talking about aliens and how, you know, you know, they're just, Jesus was like an extraterrestrial human being that got dropped off here. You know, I used to, of course, get those conversations. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of those those interesting things that people would put input. But at the very least, like you being the heart of, you know, uh, of downtown San Diego or any, you know, all of us being in different our own places, like you are being a witness and in, in just in, in that of itself, you know, it's way more than just putting something up on your story or whatever, like that in itself using mm -hmm. your gifts to just go into the world you know that's exactly what we're called to do um mm -hmm. but yeah i think you know i think i have basically asked all the questions I, i've enjoyed the conversation a lot um is there you know 
you want to at least share with anybody else well anything else you have any last thoughts or you know advice or just where people can find you and uh you know support their brand or next collection or whatever it is yeah i mean i I have my instagram page saints reserve and i just kind of want to like uh end on a note where um just just start praying the rosary i don't know that sounds it sounds it sounds very cliche but even if you're lost even if you if you don't understand it you know in the beginning or you know just just have faith that it's going to change your life and it's going to make you a better person and it's going to get you closer to god and you know get you to you know ultimately hopefully get you to heaven you know there are there are beautiful promises of the rosary there are like there you, you gain so many there's so many merits just to praying it and um i just want to tell people that don't be discouraged to you know not pray it to pray it when it gets you know a little boring or when you think nothing is you're getting nothing out of it think of it Mm. like any other task you do um you're not going to get super good at it or you're not going to you know see any results from it if you just you know pray it for like you know for a week um you know just um honestly just pray the rosary and it helps you kind of see god's will that you have for your life um and you know and you know you can't go wrong honestly 15 20 minutes a day um you know even if you use it as a time to reflect and de-stress just you know um because sometimes i have to tell people this because uh they uh they need something, you know, especially people that, you know, lack so much faith and don't understand the point of it. They kind of need something else to motivate them to pray the rosary, like especially the youth. So say, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you know, just pray it. Um, just pray it. Just use it as a way to de problem. Just pray the rosary. So don't think about this problem anymore. Like you, you kind of have to make it an excuse for people to start praying it in a way, but not in a bad way, you know, in a fully intentional way. And I truly believe that people that pray consistently, um, it will lead them to, to loving it and understanding it, you know, and don't kind of get disencouraged if it's not like that from the start. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a, that's the, you know, best way to end off. And, you know, I think the viewers, uh, even just listening, if you're just listening to the podcast, you can see sort of how, I think joyful you are and how excited you are about what you're doing. And, you know, as you said, that's, that's due to the rosary. And, you know, I'll say even for those people who maybe don't know how to pray the rosary, what you can do is go ahead and buy a t-shirt or a sweater from Saints Reserve and he'll send you one and he'll even send you something on how to pray it. So that's two for one right there. If you just go and support my guy here. Um, but with that, like I said, guys, uh, I'll, I'll leave everything in the description. I'll be showing pictures of everything. Um, and you know, we got to not only support each other, obviously, uh, physically, but prayerfully supporting each other. And I just want to be able to give a, you know, my small platform to show that like all of us, man, whatever gifts we have, we can all contribute to the kingdom and, uh, we're all witnesses, you know, in our day to day life, we're all witnesses. So, um, with that guys, you know, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening. Go check out saints reserve. And, uh, until next time guys, God's peace.